Welcome to Recloseted Radio. This is the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing clothing brand, or making a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted. Each week, I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. I know that balancing costs and your profitability can be tough as a sustainable fashion brand because usually you have higher costs and generally people are still quite conditioned to paying fast fashion prices for their garments. However, that doesn't mean that you cannot be profitable and wildly successful, and it also doesn't mean that you have to live that starving artist lifestyle. You can be successful, you can have healthy profit margins, and you can run a thriving business. In fact, you actually need to be profitable to continue to be in business. This is something I always tell our clients, and it's just this mindset shift of recognizing that it is important to think about how much money you're spending how much money you're getting in, and how much you have left over at the end of the day. Because if you're not profitable, then you're not going to be able to survive and you're not going to continue to be able to have the impact you want to on the fashion industry. So how can you maximize your profits as a sustainable fashion brand when it feels like all the odds are against you? That is what we're going to focus on in this episode. In order to maximize your profitability, The general concept is that you either need to increase your revenue or increase how much money you're bringing into your business, or you decrease your costs, or you decrease how much you're spending. In an ideal world, you can do a bit of both to really be able to maximize your profits. And I really wanted to talk about profit and not just costs, because it's important to think about not only how much money you're spending, but also how much you have left over at the end of the day, right? We want to make sure that you're not in the negative. You have stuff to feed yourself and to thrive and, you know, live your life. So it's really important to think about how we can maximize your profits. And when it comes to money and money mindset and your money story, I know that everyone is in different stages of that, but I will say as a whole, Generally, what I see when I talk about maximizing profits is people's immediate default is to think about how they can save costs or cut back on things. And while that's important to make sure that everything you're paying for is actually valuable and being utilized, another way you can look at this is to bring in more to your business, right? Like if we think about it from a more abundant mindset perspective, how can we bring in more revenue to your business? How can we actually increase prices on your products? How can we actually sell more quantities and more units? These are the things that I want you to think about and just be more creative so that you don't always have to be penny pinching and living that starving artist lifestyle. So to really help you maximize your profitability and be successful, I'm going to break down this episode into two sections. The first section, I'm going to talk about how we can increase your revenue and lean into that more abundant mindset. And then the second section, I'm going to talk about cutting back on a few costs. And remember that in an ideal world, you can do a little bit of both so that at the end of the day, we can really ensure you're being as profitable as you can be. To kick things off, let's talk about how to increase your revenue. 
instead of constantly cost cutting and trying to scale back in your business, which is really stressful and puts you in a scarcity mindset, let's talk about how we can attract more to your business. When it comes to increasing your revenue, you can either increase your prices and or increase the quantity that you're selling. For example, if we have a sweater and you're currently selling that sweater for $100, if we increase the price to $200, you've all of a sudden increased your profit on that sweater by 100 bucks. And then beyond that, if we're noticing that you only get five sales a week, but all of a sudden we can figure out a way for you to get 10 sales a week, not only have you increased your profit margin per unit on that sweater by $100, you've also made five additional sales. So ideally, you can do a bit of both where you can price increase your items and really think long and hard about what they're worth, right? Because I know a lot of our clients have issues pricing their garments at the price points they need to be to be profitable because they're comparing themselves to fast fashion brands or they're just automatically assuming that their target customer is going to think it's quote unquote too expensive. Charge what you need to charge, charge the product's worth, and then really develop better marketing and sales strategies so that you're able to get more quantity sold. And really solidifying your marketing and sales strategy and executing it so that your traffic going to your business is higher, your conversion rate is higher, and you get those sales at the end of the day is exactly what we work with with our clients in our Conscious Apparel Accelerator program. This is our program that increases sales and scales sustainable fashion brands. You can find out more information about this program at readcloseted.com CAA. And then if you're also interested in having me talk a little bit more about this topic, feel free to send us a DM at readcloseted or send us an email and I'll do some future episodes on it. So let's do a deeper dive into both those concepts. When it comes to increasing your prices, I know that people have difficulty with this. I know that people feel like their prices will become too expensive, no one will buy it, or maybe they just feel bad charging a certain price point. But remember that your ideal customer will be willing to pay whatever it takes if you're solving a pain point or a problem or you're improving their life in some way. I always tell our clients that you need to put your customer first and you need to make products that solve a pain point or a problem because we cannot keep making products for the sake of making products. I said that so many times on this podcast episode and if you're a longtime listener, you're likely sick of me saying this, but if you genuinely solve a problem and you improve someone's life, they will pay whatever it takes to get their hands on your product. So that should not be a concern if you have a really good product market fit. And I've given this example before, but remember that people will pay whatever it takes to get what they want. For example, the Chanel handbag, it's a ridiculous, obscene amount of money, and it's not really worth what they charge nowadays, especially with all the price increases. But that doesn't stop Chanel from continuing to increase the price so that they can become more and more profitable on their handbags. I want you to adopt the same kind of confidence that Chanel has with increasing their prices for your business because I know for a fact that your prices are not nearly as high as their prices first of all so that's not a concern second of all I know your products are likely much higher quality and actually serve a purpose for your customers and so you should not feel bad increasing your prices and actually charging what you really need to charge to have a healthy profit margin and really make sure that you're taking care of your business and you take care of yourself 
And psychologically, when someone pays more for something they really want, they're really going to treasure it and they're really going to have it in their wardrobe and wear it. And don't forget too, you can really educate your customers to think about the cost per wear about the item too. Because all of a sudden, if they really want your $200 sweater and they love it and they decide that they're going to wear it and it's a timeless piece and they're investing in it, maybe they'll be wearing it over 200 times. And so that's a dollar cost per wear, right? Whereas if they just bought something from some fast fashion brand and they didn't really think twice about it, but it's a $15 sweater, but they only wear it once, that cost per wear is 15 bucks. Right, so it's really important to psychologically think about what charging a higher price point will do to your customer and if that behavior is something that you're aligned with, which likely it is, right? Because we want people to invest in pieces, invest in timeless pieces, and invest in timeless pieces that they're gonna wear for seasons and seasons and years and years to come. A really good book I read over the holiday break was called $100 Million Offers, and this book was such a game changer. It's going to be one of my business recommendation books in our upcoming CEO Confessions email. And quick plug, but if you aren't subscribed to our email newsletter, make sure you subscribe. You can do so at recloseted.com slash emails. And the link will also be in the show notes. But every single month, I give you my lessons learned in the CEO Confessions email. I also give you the latest books I'm reading, podcasts I recommend. And so long story short, in this book, the author talks about instead of racing to the bottom in terms of price, because you can always be cheaper, you can always discount more, think about how you can add value for your customer instead. And quite honestly, adding value and really making sure that your customers is happy is a much better customer experience than just discounting yourself and competing on price. And to wrap up this section, I really want to circle back on the confidence piece. I want you to have confidence in your design and your products. Charge what you need to charge. Ensure you have a healthy profit margin. I want you to have that Chanel charging confidence that they have when it comes to your pieces. Make sure you cover your costs. That's the absolute bare minimum. And then of course, we wanna make sure that you are making a healthy profit margin on every single piece that you're selling. We also work with our clients to figure out what they need to charge based on their costs and their, based on their profit margins. But I've had so many clients where they've come to me and they've said that, you know, it costs them $60 to make a sweater, but they feel bad pricing it at $120 or $150 or even $200 because they don't think people will pay for it. But quite frankly, if that's what you need to charge to cover your costs and stay in business, that's the price that you need to price it at. And you're going to figure out marketing and sales strategies and really making sure you identify who your ideal customer is so that that person will actually buy it. So again, instead of staying in that scarcity mindset, be in that abundant mindset of really trying to figure out how you can increase your prices and how you can sell more, because that is a much, much, much better way to approach profitability than continuing to be stressed about scaling back and cutting costs all the time. So the second piece I want to talk about is decreasing your costs. This is also important, but again, I don't want this to be the main focus because it can be really stressful and overwhelming if you're constantly thinking about what you're spending money on. But that being said, that doesn't mean that I want you to be going out and blowing your money, which I don't think you're doing, but I just wanted to say that. So first and foremost, when it comes to decreasing your costs, it's really important that we do it 
in a way where it doesn't sacrifice your product quality. It is so important to ensure you have high quality conscious products. That is the whole basis of your business. So when it comes to scaling back or cutting costs, do not do that if it's going to sacrifice anything related to your product. In other words, I generally don't recommend cost cutting on materials or your labor or your manufacturing because that will reflect in a lower product quality and then you're going to have a hard time charging the price points that you need to charge. Don't get greedy. I know a lot of fast fashion companies start to cut back on their materials and their labor and then charge really high prices just because they're riding on the brand loyalty and the marketing. But in my eyes, that's not really worth it. And, you know, they're just getting greedy. So don't do that. It's so important to protect your product so that in the long run, customers continue to come back to you and they know that you're in the business of providing really high quality pieces that are reasonably priced for the quality that they are. With that being said though, I did have some tips. So beyond just cutting on your products, there are some other things you can look at. When it comes to your monthly subscriptions, I really recommend you take inventory or take account of what you're spending your money on every single month. And then if there's certain subscriptions that you no longer use or you feel like you could save money if you moved from a monthly subscription to an annual subscription, make those changes because honestly, I like sign up for a lot of like $15 a month subscriptions or like $100 a year kind of subscriptions. And when I added it all together, I was actually really shocked because I was spending upwards of $600 a month on these different subscriptions, like our email software, our project management tool, like just all those different things. And so it can be really eye-opening for you to do this exercise and just see everything that you're spending your money on. And if there's opportunities to save money by moving to an annual subscription, and or if you don't use anything anymore, make sure you cancel it. And then when it comes to other items in your business, if there's an opportunity to partner with another brand or another business to save on shipping or you know get a better per unit deal, then I would encourage you to do that. As an example, two of our clients once, they were eyeing the same silk fabric and it was really expensive. But if they bought together in the same order, the per unit cost went down significantly. And so those are things that you can think about where you're not really sacrificing the material by completely you know, going to another mill and using something that's significantly cheaper. But if you can do a bulk order or go in with someone else for your packaging, for example, or anything else of that sort, then that can also help you save a lot of money too. And lastly, how can you be creative about this instead of sacrificing your product quality? Remember that you can buddy up with other brands to try to save on costs. And also, I once had a client that wasn't really doing anything with her textile waste. And when she really intentionally thought about her design and like the patterns and stuff, and she re-looked at how everything was being laid out, she was able to save more fabric, which is great. And then with the fabric that she wasn't using, she then turned into other things like scrunchies and headbands, and she was able to turn that into a revenue opportunity for her. So be creative, brainstorm about this. With all of that being said, ideally, you can increase your revenue and decrease your costs to really maximize your profitability as a sustainable fashion brand. And that being said, I really want you to lean into increasing your revenue as much as possible so that you are leaning into that abundant mindset 
and not just constantly stressing about cutting costs and scaling back. Because to be frank, you do need to spend money to make money and you do need to invest in things for your business. But it is also important to be smart with how you're spending your money too. If you enjoyed this episode and you got a lot out of it, this is just a sliver of what we help our clients with. We really pride ourselves in being a one-stop shop for sustainable fashion brands. Whether you need sourcing help, design help, marketing, sales, or financial help, our recloseted team is equipped to support you. We are reaching our capacity to work with new clients, so if you want to jump on a call to see how we can support you and see if it's a fit to work together, you can visit www.recloseted.com call and you will be able to chat with me, Selena Ho, the founder of Recloseted, and we can really work together to design a custom consulting package to suit your needs. And that concludes this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. Make sure you subscribe to our Recloseted Radio podcast on your preferred podcast platform so that new episodes are automatically downloaded and you don't miss any of our free resources. Lastly, don't forget to rate our podcast five stars and leave us a positive review. That really helps us and continues to allow us to provide this podcast for free. Together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.